You are now listening to Feeding Off Each Other. have a soundboard again what we only have one uh <laughs> we only have two aux cords yeah. so well we're we're waiting for that that sponsorship you know <laughs> to really come through on aux cords but i do have this <laughs> so, that's the so you do have a soundboard. yeah but it's kind of hard to see and i feel kind of gimpy when i Who go over here all right, guys, who's doing the intro? Because we decided that I'm not do, do, going to do the intro Jason's every doing time. The intro. I'm Jason? doing the intro. Are you going to read it or are you going to memorize it? Uh, okay, I'll go off, off book oh, here. I'm going to try. <laughs> Welcome to Feeding Off Each Other, the weekly podcast where we feed off of each other. <laughs> oh, my God. Come feed on. off All the right. talent, humor, knowledge. Say it after me. Okay, welcome to Feeding Off Each Other. Tehe. <laughs> A weekly podcast. (laughs) A weekly podcast where we feed off the talent, humor, knowledge, and awesome stories of our guests, dot, 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 and each other. Uh I'm Jason Lucas, and I'm joined by the Matt Yerba Mate Dennison. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I had to crack Yerba Mate for this one. You should have said Yerba Mate Dennison. Yerba Mate. Because Matt. Hey, who's doing the intro here? You you wait your turn. (laughs) I just wanted to match our guest energy. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Finish and, it? Uh, and David interrupting Wiggins. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's a uh, it's a hard job, hey, but um, someone's got to interrupt it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's now not just up to me. That's great. We had a whole pre-podcast discussion about like smooth intros yeah. and like you know really refining things, and that was just terrible. <laughs> Boom, and we're live. Out we, the window. We uh, we're also gonna do our guest intros earlier because if you if you're a fan of the podcast if you're a chother, we've uh, you know our intros have kind of they've we ramble you know here? they're kind of slow so we're just gonna get right into it okay mm-hmm. here we go this guest this week's guest hails all the way from how do I say this Slidell yes Slidell Louisiana but now calls Whistler British Columbia home you may know her from her travel tutorial and race coverage content as a presenter on pink bike her role as a judge on pink bike academy or even from the enduro world cup circuit she it's a different name now. <laughs> very confusing she has done what many dream to do and turned her mountain biking passion into a career but not without a few speed bumps along the way ladies and gentlemen we are very pleased to welcome Christina Geppetta. Welcome. Thank you, audience. Thank you. <laughs> We've uh, wanted to get you on for a long time now. We made it. Episode 41. And you made it to never, the studio. Never too late. Yeah, when you, we first wanted you on, we were doing it in my living room. Maybe that was part of the reason I was busy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not coming to your house. What do you think of our studio? I love it. I was checking it all out. You've got a very eclectic uh, costume gallery over there. Obviously caught my eye. We didn't We didn't jump into the costumes, but uh, maybe Not next impressed. week. Maybe next week. I think ne- okay. next podcast. We're going crazy with costumes, okay? I said it here. I said it on the pod. We're doing it. Okay. okay. I, I, I heard did you. suggest it for today, but nobody, nobody bit. <laughs> <laughs> you got to say it on the pod. When you th- say things on the pod, you manifest them. They become real. Dreams become reality. That's how you do it. Life. Yeah. I heard you say, oh, it's so cute. It's so cute at every everything you looked at in here. So It's precious. It's very Pinteresty. It's very aesthetic. Um, this part, anyway, as long as you don't look at what's <laughs> behind the camera <laughs> and the dirty dishes, it's fine. 
seem busy, so that's great. Well, thanks for coming. We're we're glad to have yeah, you. Stoked to have you. And uh, yeah, we have had uh, three females on our podcast now. I think. I think you're number three. No, I think she's four. No, she's four. Four. Mm-hmm. Okay, we've had Haley, Casey, Candle, and now Christina. That's four. We know girls. We know girls. Yeah. yeah. Four out of 40. I think we need some more girls on the show. I'll get you a list after today. Oh, that'd be fantastic. <laughs> yeah, can you send that us all your girlfriends? Yes. Do you have a binder full of women? That'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> so how are you doing? Pretty good. Yeah. It's uh, springtime. It's pissing rain outside. Kind of biking a bit. Not snowboarding so much. So life is pretty chill these days, it's I would so, say. It actually seems cold still. Is it like unusually cold? feels like it's winter still. Yeah. It snowed. Like, it must have snowed in Whistler last week, right? It was snowing in Whistler this morning, and I drove down in a storm to meet you guys. And, uh, yeah, it was snowing, but I was kind of pissed. It's like April now. I'm like, okay, we need to melt out the trails. (laughs) I used to associate my birthday, which was last week, April 6th, with um, (laughs) uh, t shirt weather, and now not anymore. It's always cold as heck. Yeah, that's it. All right. Well, Good great. Story. Thanks for listening. Climate talk. <laughs> Love it. Just remember my birthday last week. You know you're getting old when <laughs> you just chat about the weather. What'd you guys do? Yeah, I know. Actually, on the way here, I was like, oh, I want to chat about the weather. I can't chat about the weather on the podcast. So boring. And then here I am. We're talking about you the manifested weather. manifested it. Yeah, It'll also be out of date by the time this gets posted. Yeah, it'll be like so. three weeks from now or something. We'll be reminiscing. Who gives a shit? Oh, actually, now- it'll be next, next week. <laughs> And, and now my next question is going to also be out of date. What did you guys do for the Easter long weekend? Anything fun? Anybody see the Easter bunny? No. Mm. I did see a bunny in the trails the other day. Really? <laughs> I got really excited when you brought it up. A real bunny? <laughs> yeah, like a white one, like a super white winter bunny. And I was just walking in the bush, as you do. And this bunny just bolts by. And then um, a dog was chasing it. So what kind of? So it's dead now. No, I, I think the bunny outsmarted the dog for oh, sure. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. You guys ever try to catch a bunny? Yeah, all the time. Try to Very catch a bunny? Very hard. Yeah, just like, yeah. you know, catch it to pet it or something. Not to eat it or yeah. anything. I've had a lot of pet bunnies growing up, so trying to catch them was hard. Can't confirm. I had a couple pet bunnies too, and then I no longer really enjoyed them once they would kept biting my finger. I feel like this would be a really good space for a pet bunny. No. Oh, like, it's the smell. It's, yeah. They don't stink, I don't think. Not like ferrets and stuff. I feel like even just the hay or the straw or whatever, the bedding kind of stinks. I like that your oh, pet options. No. I like that your pet <laughs> options are bunnies or ferrets. You're like, <laughs> not as bad as ferrets. So. Ferrets are like known to be smelly creatures. Yeah. As far as inside I caged animals go. <laughs> We had a. You can put uh, it in your sound studio, like the little. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that'll. My smell my great. family moved into a house when we were when I was like eight, and the house came with a bunny, because the family that was moving they didn't have somewhere to put uh-huh. the bunny, and then we got a dog around the same time, and the dog tried to kill the bunny, so oh, we had no. to get rid of it. Yeah, my pet bunnies. Uh, one day we woke up and there was just uh, fur on the, on the ground. N- no bunny, just fur. That was very sad. What happened? Do you have children that watch this show? I feel like <laughs> I don't know. We lived on farmland oh, okay. in Richmond. Yeah, that's why like in, in Richmond there's uh, bunny infestation. Yeah, it's like a it. real problem. Mm. Oh, yeah. hmm. interesting. Because there's a lot of eagles around there. I feel like they'd be prime picking for a for a good big eagle. I actually don't think we have eagles in Richmond. No, <laughs> we have hawks. Maybe I don't know. We don't have tr- like trees that tall in Richmond. I don't know. Birds, birds can get around though. You know, this. 
Like, it's true. Like an <laughs> eagle, birds get around. How is that? An eagle could get to Richmond if it wanted to. It could. If it was motivated. It could, but no one wants to. Not even a bird wants to go to Richmond. <laughs> no. <laughs> Are there eagles in Slidell? Um, actually, yes. The bald eagle is on the state flag. But it is Louisiana. not the state bird. It's not the state bird. Oh, do you have a fun fact for us, Dave? Oh, Dave. It's not Davey the state Wiggins? bird one, but I do have a fun fact. Okay. Tell me okay. about birds. I love birds. It's not about birds. <laughs> What's the state bird? You can't leave us hanging. It was the it's brown something. Pelican. Good job. <laughs> brown. Oh, was it a pelican? Brown pelican. A brown pelican. Oh, it was a brown pelican. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. I was right. Okay, Louisiana is home to the largest population of alligators in the United States. With its swamps, bayous, and march- marshes, the state has more than 2 million alligators which is about 20% of the entire population of the U.S. of alligators. Not <laughs> I feel like you should have to read five facts like that, and then we pick, like, the, the real one. The, <laughs> yeah. the, the least worst. Because that could be true. Sure. It's true. Chat GPD told me. So. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what was it? It's the largest population of alligators in the U.S.? Yeah. Okay. It's 20% of all the gators are in Louisiana. What's the difference between an alligator and a crocodile? They live in different areas. I think Salt it's something to do, yeah, that one. Alligators yeah, versus crocodiles are a different species, though both come from the crocodile order. They're both unique in the size, color, and shape of their snout. It's mm-hmm. all about snout. Mm-hmm. An alligator has a U-shaped snout and webbed feet. A crocodile, by comparison, has a V-shaped snout and feet, which are not webbed but possess a jagged fringe. I didn't oh, read that. Oh, that's hot. That's hot. <laughs> the crocs are like pointier snouts, I feel like. Yeah, you don't want to come across either one of them, basically. No. In the bayou. You, have you? Have you had any close encounters? Uh, not close encounters, but they're, they're, you know, around. Just in your yard sometimes. Are they like the deer of they, Louisiana? Meh, we have a lot more deer. It's actually sportsman's oh. paradise, we call Louisiana. So there's a lot of sports down there. But Sportsman paradise. Sportsman's paradise. <laughs> More for hunting. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of alligators. Uh, here's sure. a joke. It's not difficult to tell crocodiles and alligators apart. One will see you in a while, while whereas the other will see you later. <laughs> Wait, I don't get it. What? <laughs> see you later, alligator, and okay, a wild well, crocodile. Oh, yeah, like okay. That. Gotcha. There you Jesus go. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> the band on set today is just crazy. Our band is, is incredible. Yeah. We should actually get, get a live band. band. <laughs> I hope, uh, yeah, please, Urban Mate, <laughs> if you're watching, please sponsor us. Oh, yeah. That's a good goal. Grow the podcast big enough to get a live band. Even if it's just Big Al playing a clarinet or something in the corner, <laughs> that'd be great. Yeah, or a skin flute. Or a skin flute, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Can you teach us some more fun facts about Louisiana? <clears throat> well, last year I actually figured out, I learned that there's mountain biking in Louisiana, which is pretty cool because I had never mountain biked in Louisiana. And was it good? It was pretty good. Oh, nice. Okay. You know, I've definitely been worse places that are more known for mountain biking. No But way. it was a pretty cool spot. And they just got a Velo Solution track at oh. this little zone I went to. How can we not get one of those? I, I legit so keep asking that same question. I'm like, how don't we have a Velo Solution track in the Cedar Sky? Yeah. Oh, is there Cedar Sky? Oh, yeah, maybe the Pimby one now? Oh, yeah, but is that Cedar Sky? We have this discussion going on. (laughs) That might be back to the valley. That's far. I'm going to call them valley kids. Yeah. Like, we're not going to drive two and a half hours to go ride a pump track. What are the two ends of the Cedar Sky, in your opinion, Christina? Well, I guess it would be 
Whistler to Vancouver slash the Sunshine Coast. Which part I of Vancouver, feel... though? <laughs> Which part? The this part is that where goes it gets fuzzy. To the sea. To the sea. I, I think mean, once technic- you're away from the sea, you're Britannia Beach. You're like you may as well be in the interior. Mm. <sighs> Britannia Beach. No, further than that. North Van- West Vancouver. Peace, North Arch. Vancouver. What, what was it, Dave? It's I think it's Horseshoe Bay to Pemberton, actually. That's, to Pemberton? Go Google. Alonzo, pull it up on the screen. <laughs> you guys think it's actually the most, uh, it, uh, is it rated as like the most scenic drive in the world or one of? Uh, yes. It'll be one of. Where do you guys, what, yes. How do you guys rank it in terms of uh, drives you've, you've taken? It's pretty up there. It's pretty up there. I think for us, it gives us like a, such a good vibe, too. When you drive in the sea to sky, you're like, oh. Sick, I live here. Oh, fire, <laughs> bro. like other places that are like, whoa, like that picture on that, you know, box over there. That's yeah. A nice. On the Mac, photo. on the iMac box. Yeah, yeah they should put <laughs> so the Cedar Sky. Oh, yeah. Google really does should. say West Vancouver. No, 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 no. This is no good. Go, go <laughs> to. Happiest Outdoors. That does not check go out. To, as a, go to Wikipedia. That's <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's a, res- <laughs> a respectable site. West Vancouver. Which is Horseshoe Bay. Interesting. I mean, I feel like yeah. where the sea meets the sky, like that's it's in the it's in the name. Oh boy, well, this is riveting, yeah. riveting content. Well, uh, if you have your own opinion on <laughs> where the yeah the start and the end of the sea to sky is, please call in to speakpipe.com/slash feeding off each other. Speaking of which, mm-hmm. do we want to nice listen to some speak pipes? Yeah, oh, I'd love to listen. We have some pipe. messages. Nothing. I don't think no. There's definitely nothing that's. Uh, directed towards you, Christina. This kind of broad messages left on the podcast. <laughs> I have no idea what they're about. I don't know if Daniel. anybody's listened to them at this point. Yeah, well, I haven't listened to this one, but let it run. This is Daniel. What's up, guys? It's Toilet Daniel again. <laughs> Just wanted to follow up on something you had in your Sedona podcast. It was whether or not Americans wear shoes in the house. We don't. That's weird. Except for when you're at your grandpa's and they have a dog and the floor is super dirty because they go outside all the time. And you're actually pretty much making the floor cleaner by wearing shoes. That's the only time you wear shoes in the house. Also, if you guys want to send me some stickers, <laughs> just hit me up at Dan period the period MTB period man. And I got a new bike, so I'll put those on there. Preesh. <laughs> what Preesh. Was it Dan period MTB period? Dan MTB man. Uh, too many periods. We'll get back to you on that one, Dan. Uh, interesting. We have Is an American else here from America, the no, United no. States. No, I'm, I have to call it the United States. Um, yeah, it, I don't know. That's <laughs> controversial, Daniel. I would like to know where you're from and where your grandfather resides. But for the most part, I would say no shoes in the house unless you're at like a college house party, in which case you definitely don't take your shoes off in those scenarios. Oh man, that that reminds me of a, a frat party that Jason and I went to mm, years ago one. at UBC, and uh, the bathroom flooded, and there was like an inch of toilet water in the bathroom, the entire bathroom. Beta house. I took my shoes off. I just went socks in. <laughs> but you had to pee, around. so you just like added to the situation. <laughs> yeah, actually. Here or nowhere. You just open the door and just piss. Yeah. <laughs> you had to walk in. Yeah, that was gross. That was like. The beta, the beta house, the beta house, or something like UBC, that. UBC, shout out, shout out. <laughs> I will not be attending. Uh, yeah, the whole shoe thing has been a riveting debate. It's a lightning rod. <laughs> so yeah. they call it, it like in the biz. It comes back 
because from time to time it's an ongoing debate because in the living room podcasts we, we didn't have shoes on because we we're in my home mm. and you know we're just like this we had our leg up and i had my socks and they, someone commented saying the most canadian thing about this is that they're not wearing shoes mm-hmm. very odd i don't know um, you know what I'm just gonna take my shoes off right Something now. Something fall out of your shoes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fall out of my shoes? I'm, just, I'm like taking my shoes off. He just came out of his shoes. <laughs> it is comfy. I I'm like airing it, it out. And, uh, it really says like we're here to chill. This is a safe space. Like if your shoes are off. Does it stink? <laughs> no. Let me know if it stinks because then I'll put them back on. No. I'm just trying to like irk some people. Whoever's watching. What about the rules where grooves. you have to like wear shoes at the gym? How do you feel about that? Does anybody here go to the gym? <sighs> yeah, but. Who's yeah, not for, wearing shoes? Like, at the why gym? wouldn't you wear shoes in the gym? I saw quite a few yes, people yesterday not wearing shoes in the gym, but it's what? for various reasons. Like yeah. people that deadlift or you know lift stuff sometimes don't like wear shoes for that. This one dude was legit just walking barefoot, carrying his shoes through the gym. So I don't, I don't like know it. what he was doing. And then sometimes like people take him off to stretch and stuff. Fair enough. Yeah, I could see in like a yoga stretchy everywhere. situation, yeah. or if you're like on mats. You know, that's what. That's <laughs> what about my shoes? I put them back on. By the way, it was actually getting kind of stinky. I don't know. <laughs> I'm still a piece Maybe of garbage. That's why, uh, I would definitely not take my shoes off in the gym unless yeah. I was doing like crisscross kind of yeah, applesauce. You know, that's my favorite yoga move. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but then what if your feet were a little bit smelly and other people like are just too nice to say anything, but you're like actually stinking out the room i feel like there's enough scapegoats in the gym that you could just be like nah that's not yeah Yeah, there's enough smells going on you you're going to gyms where there's goats escaping that sounds pretty crazy (laughs) i want to go to this gym (laughs) you just chase them that's the workout (laughs) (laughs) all right boys go catch those goats anyways more speakbacks please Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Toilet Daniel, for calling in. Yeah. Uh, we'll we'll have to keep the debate look going. Look up what his Let handle was. We'll send you some stickers. Have you heard from him before? It sounded like he's yeah. a frequent. Yeah, I think caller. he must yeah. have called another time. Yeah, from hey. the toilet. I think he was on the toilet the first time. You can tell by the way he said, "Hey, it's Toilet Daniel again." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just finished listening to Nikki V's podcast. Uh, I think we just need to give a shout out to uh, Nick. Just big up Nikki V. Shouts out. Shouts out, Nick. Thanks for that. <laughs> like how you roped everybody in at the end. I know you're also not there listening to this, but uh, <laughs> nice. I trust the guys will get it to you. <laughs> Love the podcast. Yep. Dave Wiggins is freaking hilarious. <laughs> the pauses, dude. Brian, I just got to get him on a bike more often. Get him on a bike. All right, guys. <laughs> Peace out. Yeah, you really Let plan that one out, huh? With consent. No, I appreciate it. I appreciate the fact that he just pressed the button and yeah, let yeah. it rip. He yeah, had no was, plan. It sounded Ryan? like he was on the toilet. Is that Ryan? That was Ryan. Yeah, in between he was squeezing. Yeah, that's yeah. what it felt like. I just want to say David Wiggins. <gasps> He's hilarious. hilarious. <laughs> 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 uh Okay, well, shout out. Dave just made a point before this podcast of of trying to like somehow make sure people don't send podcasts that just or send speak pipes that aren't just love the podcast. Um, well, this one is for Nick. Yeah, we'll get that he shouts out to Nick. Yeah, I was did. trying to like spark, like I want people to send things that spark conversation, so that mm-hmm. the guests can get involved and we can jam on it. What do you think of Nikki V? Nick Nikki Van Burkle, big fan. Big fan. Yeah. yeah. We've we've been through some crazy times together, but uh, yeah. Did you drink a red times. dog with him? 
I I can <laughs> neither confirm nor deny. Okay, all right. I won't I won't go any farther. Do you ride any tables or? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> He's a good guy. All right, let's hit another one. Hit another one. Is there a gully one? Yes, yeah, gully. This is fun. hi guys. Just wanted to say uh, also from the had a lot of fun uh, feeding off you guys. Almost full, but not quite yet. Um, I'm actually having breakfast now and. Continuing the feed, but uh, yeah, just want to say you guys are super great, and I had a lot of fun hanging out with you. And uh, hopefully, we can hang out again soon for another feeding session. But uh, until then, don't starve. Feed on my brothers. Feed on Michelle. Thank you, Gully. We 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 shook hands on it. He followed through with his promise did you follow does. up with him before he sent it i did follow up oh, okay. i absolutely had to yeah, follow up you got to make it. sure you did it yeah, yeah, yeah oh. we're gonna need that voiceover clip Kelly, <laughs> as soon as possible i think he might have been on his pain meds when he sent that <laughs> <laughs> yeah what a crazy story eh? his oh, uh, broken leg it's crazy absolutely insane yeah yeah, super scary. I think I, like, messaged him that day. No, maybe he posted a picture or something. I was like, oh, my God, what happened to you? And then I just continued to send him, like, every single North Shore Rescue uh, social post that has a helicopter in it now. And I'm like, wow, that was you. Oh. <laughs> just because memories. Have you been in that situation where someone's getting air vacked out, air evacked, whatever? Not me personally, like in that situation, but I've been like up on the chief before when the helicopter's like coming in to get someone. It's crazy. Yeah, I, I was. We were in one situation. Jason, were you there? Yeah. Yeah, we were one situation on oh. uh, Cyprus with a friend of ours, and Gully was there too. Mm-hmm. And Gu- and luck? and Gully, um, yeah, he was very helpful, super helpful. Uh, and he, when he had his accident, he recognized one of the guys who hoisted him, uh, our other friend up. So it was weird. Despite being so injured, he still recognized that face. And on like on fentanyl and stuff. <laughs> My God, they give you hard drugs. On the whistle? Was he on the whistle? He's on the whistle. Woo <laughs> woo. Wait, what's the whistle? Drugs. Oh, drugs. okay. No. <laughs> the whistle. Never heard that before. So I thought it was like a specific drug. Yeah, I think it is. Is it like a laughing gas or something? Alonzo, bring it up. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> I'm going to need more information. Do they sell them on Amazon? What oh? did you search? Oh, there it is. Penthrax. Huh, sounds dangerous. That sounds Penthrax, fake. if you are listening, please sponsor the podcast. <laughs> that looks crazy. Uh-huh. Which end does that go in? Your butt. Both. Okay. Anywhere you can inhale. <laughs> Straight in the urethra. They're crazy though, because like it's like they just wear off so quick. So that's why they're like good for those emergency on the ground situations. It's like immediate relief, and then wears off when you stop sucking on it. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> hold on, I have a sound for this somewhere. <laughs> We're gonna get back to you. On Dave, that. you said we only had three uh, speak pipes, but it looks like we got more yeah the un, the unstarred ones i'm pretty sure i haven't played but i'm nervous you're nervous okay let's hit one more okay and if we'll figure it out now oh hello it's uh it's rowing back once again um oh, i'm sure you guys probably missed me didn't you I, w- I just wanted to tell you a quick story about how my friend noah right this morning he sent a lovely dm to you guys offering to let you borrow his bright yellow punch buggy for an upcoming project you guys have and you declined his offer like maybe sure 
we live across the United States and across multiple countries away from you. It's like the entire other side of the United States from Canada where you are. But like you still could have taken it, you know what I mean? And then we sent you a selfie of us. And he was like, I know this Rowan guy who's been calling into the podcast. And you left him on red. <laughs> and that was that sounds like really us. disappointing. I didn't see it. Well, anyways, I figured you guys probably wanted to send me some stickers because we're <laughs> such good friends and we're on such good terms. Um, apparently, David Wiggins, he already knows my Instagram. He stalked me. But uh, again, it's at wow, W-O-W underscore it's I-T-S, Rowan McMullen. That's M-C-M-U-L-L-A-N. Oh um, you got to DM me and we can get some stickers sent to me. I feel like that is obviously what you want to do. Um, and I guess everybody else can send me their hate mail my way. Was this the guy that told me I looked weird? Dave! <laughs> <laughs> like, why do people, uh, why do people keep guy? calling me out by first and last I name? don't know, but I love it. I live for it Just now. in case there's another Dave on the podcast. <laughs> so has that been listened to yet or not? No, no I don't know. No, we, we, we did not play that on the pod. No. That was, uh, yeah, we got a pod, uh, sorry, we got a Beetle. We rented a Beetle for a Pit Viper commercial. Mm-hmm. which is Paul yet, McCartney. <laughs> yet to be released. <laughs> and... Uh, yeah, we. Why did we? Oh, we declined it because he we, lives across the state. Yeah, what the hell? <laughs> of we, course, we, we said locals. Ain't nobody got time for that. Yeah. I mean, if he was going to deliver it on their charge and bring it over, I don't think he was. No, <laughs> I think I, I think this Rowan fella might be a bit of a prankster, <laughs> a bit of an Ashton Kutcher in training. Sounds like a bully, Rowan. Yeah. Um, Just kidding. Yeah, but we went with a white uh, beetle and it was a convertible, convertible it was and it was epic, and it got us in a lot of trouble. We mm. were shooting because we were, we were shooting at the top of Seymour, and we had uh, we had to get like bark, parks permit and everything. And we what we didn't because this is our first time we had a BC parks permit before. Very expensive, by the way. Very expensive. And this is the first time they paid for a BC bike. <laughs> and we uh yeah well we because we've never shot in a bc park before Definitely that's what i'm that's not. what i'm talking yeah. about yeah it's yeah, the first never, time we ever filmed never. in a bc park yeah never anyways we we were supposed to specify any driving that was supposed to happen and it was supposed to be written into the permit but there was literally like two meters of driving that needed to happen but we couldn't even do that so uh, our uh, liaison insisted no driving, no driving, no driving. And we said, oh, yeah, we know. No problem. We're just going to have the actor actresses sit in the uh, Beatle and then we're going to film. No problem. No driving. And as soon as I said that, uh, Pit Viper dude who came down from uh, Salt Lake City to join us says, floor it. And he talks to whoever's uh, who is yeah. Blake. Blake, Blake, who is sitting Blake in Hansen. <clears throat> Blake Hansen, who is sitting in the uh, driver's. She. Uh, floors it in reverse and basically it burns rubber yeah. on the ice and that's right behind me as the liaison's telling me no driving absolutely no driving Americans am I right oh my god he was so mad can't take us anymore. yeah he, he screamed at me in front of everybody it was a real I could shut this whole operation down yeah. moment he said he said if that happens again I'll shut this down I said listen I'm pissed too that was not supposed to happen yeah so Spencer if you're listening how dare you? Big, big trouble. How dare you? Spencer doesn't <laughs> listen like to this. <laughs> this is the test. Yeah. That checks out. <sighs> Anyways, if you want to leave a speak pipe, uh, leave us a message, speakpipe.com slash feeding of each other. Christina? Hmm? Leave, us speak on it. Okay. leave us a speak pipe. Leave us a speak pipe. Yeah, I didn't know what I signed up for. <laughs> and it's, you shuck. You got you to lay some pipe next time. Just anything. <laughs> anything you anything. want. Anything goes. Okay, deal. But something that sparks conversation. Oh, right. <laughs> Sorry. And we, we will follow up. 
And yeah. we will do this. I don't know why. We just got Italian in the hands. Leave that fella. <laughs> Deal. I'll be there. Yeah. All right. I want, we're going to take a deep dive on uh, Christina's life right now. Is this what we're doing? Yeah. Are we turning this into an interview or is this a conversation? It's a conversation. Uh, potato, based, potato, you know. Interview. Conversational interview. Yeah. Yeah. We'll ask her some questions. Okay. You guys are curious. Yeah. I I'm, I'm, can't wait to talk. See what y'all got to chat about. Do we write any questions? <laughs> Question one. <laughs> <laughs> what is the list of your greatest fears? Um, Ooh, that's a good question. Go. <laughs> fears? No, no, let's, get, let's do the real interview. Okay. Yeah. Are you afraid of the dark? Uh, no. What about Goosebumps? The books? Yeah. Yeah. Actually, now that you mention it, they were spooky. <laughs> All right. What about heights? Are you afraid of heights? <laughs> I don't I don't think I would say a fraud. A, fr a fraud? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I am afraid. I got worms. <laughs> <laughs> worms mess you up, you know? You can't talk. <laughs> worms, am I right? I don't think I'm afraid of heights, no. Well, that would make sense. You are a mountain biker after all. Yeah, I was going to say, you've been to I mean, I've never places. been like five pitches up a rock wall before, but. Don't even know what that is. Yeah, exactly. No. <laughs> wouldn't recommend well, it's how long, how far you can pitch a baseball times five. Mm -hmm. So how did you get into mountain biking? I, I didn't know that Louisiana had no mountains. Is this correct? No mountains? I would say no mountains. Hills. We've got hills. Hills, okay. There's uh, lots of places with mountain biking that don't have mountains. But did it have mountain biking when you lived there? Uh, I mean, somebody probably was mountain biking back then, but I definitely didn't. I never even like knew what mountain biking was until I moved away from Louisiana. Not even oh, Sportsman crazy. Paradise? You didn't know what mountain biking no, was? No, we just didn't have bike magazines and dirt at the local gas station magazine rack. Is there noodling in Louisiana? I would say probably. I've never noodled. You guys know what noodling is? Catfishing. <laughs> You've done all the research. <laughs> yeah, you no. put your you put your arm in the water and then a catfish <laughs> goes <laughs> your arm. You pull it out. Oh, that's amazing. When I hear like yeah. bayou and stuff, I just assume. Yeah, pretty much. That's how we all grew up. Yeah. So sports yeah. paradise, right no there. No shoes, noodling. What do you do growing up in Louisiana? <laughs> yeah, what's the most like yeah. Louisi Louisiana thing you've done? Noodling, for sure. Um, Louisiana, probably just like running around in the forest. I grew up near the forest, so when it would flood, the bayou would like come up into the neighborhood in the yard, and then you would, you know, get some alligators around. <laughs> <Your> <laughs> Sounds gosh. crazy, but it's true. But what did we do? I had three older brothers, so we just did stupid stuff in the forest. We didn't have a lot of money, you know, so we just kind of caused chaos. Yeah. Hey, can we look up a noodling video? I got to see this. It's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's the best. <laughs> we go fishing. I guess camping. What what uh, sports were you said you run around the forest though? What? Mostly just run around the forest. But when I uh, as I got older, I did play a couple of sports. My brothers played sports, so I just kind of like followed in their footsteps. The usual like team sport in the south. I'm like so focused on the screen, but we're chatting. Um, <laughs> Don't focus on the noodle. Mm -hmm. Noodle. Yeah. <laughs> Anything could come up when you say noodle. Oh, what was this it? Hillbilly. Oh, 
Oh turn my that God. down, turn that down a little bit. What's wrong, bro? It, it, I'm sorry, it bit my heel. Oh. It tried to get me, it bit my heel. That's oh. not you noodle. You know what I don't love though is water that color. <laughs> oh yeah, that looks scary. super unsanitary. Anything, why? That's where gators hide. It's probably sanitary, but that's where the gators hide. He was screaming like a woman in labor without an epidural. City? I got it. You got him or he got you? He's got me. He's got me. Uh, everything I can do to hold Neil in here. So this guy's just under the water waiting for something to bite his arm? Yeah. It's a cat. Or foot. What's a foot? Is he holding bait? I think so. This could be a baptism for all we know. I mean, there's a lot of people around. <laughs> now, this is a Louisiana baptism. <laughs> I love all the names. Jackson. Uh, Skipper. No, Skipper. He's on my foot. Right, back back up just okay. He seems really caught up in catfish. Run. Run. There's catfish out there that are as okay. big as us. Okay. Scary. Stuff. Really? That sounds like good eating. Bam. 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 Come on, get to the noodle. I feel like you need to just. just <laughs> no, we're too far in. We're too far in, okay. Dave. We're watching the whole thing. This is a 45 minute episode. <laughs> this is just the trailer. <laughs> Good lord. All right, skip ahead. <laughs> wow, he's really, like, committed. There was a commercial okay, yeah, there you go. He works this big bobber to the edge of the hole. Now I can string this bad boy. Here we go. Imagine the cameraman in this situation. Oh my god. Oh yeah. This is chaos. I can't even tell what's happening. This is so poorly filmed. No, no, this is this is not noodling. Oh my god. This is not Big it. Al. Maybe Big he is Al. noodling. Maybe he had I just like, wanted, uh, something on his hand. I just wanted like an authentic clip. It's usually just like some dude like dude, I want my money back. I just She's want authentic awesome. conversations. <laughs> Turn off the no sound. No more interviews, only conversation. Yeah, yeah, we don't need the sound. Just get to, Here we go. Get to where he needed. pulls out. You can tell it was going to be good because it's vertically filmed. <laughs> What'd you say, dude? <laughs> yeah, here we go. There here we go. go. Oh, yeah. So they Catfish latch onto their man. arm, and then, you know, you pull them up. Crap. It's insane. Holy crap. So on today's show, Newton, Everyone just looks permanently uh, sunburned down there. Wow. They are. Crazy. No, we're just tan. That's red. <laughs> <laughs> That's the color red. It's so you have done color. this? No. <laughs> what? Did you say no? Sorry, I haven't been listening. <laughs> Wait, her arm is in the in the gills. That's how you like secure the package. <laughs> so this is how you win the internet: a girl in a bikini oh, yeah. doing something weird. Oh yeah. Wait, that's not weird. She's providing haven't. for her family. That's like a hundred pounds. Of yeah, what the hell's this guy doing in the back? Just <laughs> doing nothing. Dude, he's, he's so deep. He's trying not like to. Like the the drop off. He's wearing a t shirt. She's barely wearing anything. Yeah, why is he wearing? Well, he's got that sun protection. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's why she's burned. <laughs> Wait, so you ne- you haven't noodled? So I've never noodled, but I've gone frogging. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Explain. Same thing, but a frog bites your arm? Or? Uh, basically, yeah. You just like walk in the water, and uh, I think you're supposed to mostly do it at nighttime. I don't know why. And Because that's and when they're out, right? It's probably when they're feeding. So. You hear frogs at night, generally. That's true. I see frogs at all times of the day, but maybe they're nocturnal creatures. I don't know. It's riveting, but you riveting catch, stuff. Like, big, big frogs, and then you eat them, and they taste like chicken wings. Mm. Yeah. So how do you catch? Would them? recommend. You just have to like be fast and agile. Catching a frog. Maybe is people much use nets. Than a bunny. I think maybe a net would actually be quite helpful if you're trying to catch a frog. I can't say that I used a net. It's been a while, but uh, yeah. You want to know a fun fact about frogs? <laughs> sure do. <laughs> He's dressed like a frog. Thank you. The, uh, can you say it in the Kermit's? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> say it in Kermit's no, accent. Come on, Dave can do the best Kermit. 
Okay. Oh, great. Um, it's the only. Do you like it's, frogs? It's, it's, I, no. Oh boy, this is gonna be great. Um, okay. So mm. the um, <laughs> yes, the man that realized their um, our human body had a, an electrical current in it was trying to um, uh, resurrect a dead frog by electrocuting it, and it started pulsating. Whoa. And he thought, "Oh wow, wow. yeah." <laughs> so yeah, that's that's. True story. It's one of those like accidental discoveries, like uh, penicillin. You know, as you do. Uh, interesting stuff. It was hard to like listen <laughs> as you talk. Interesting stuff. Can you say that again? He elect- <laughs> someone, some guy was trying to revive a dead frog, and he thought if he electrocuted it, it might come back to life, and it started twitching, and then that's how we know that there's like an electrical current in our bodies mm, yeah when was this i don't know like two years ago oh, <laughs> no no no, no. I, I think it was like i don't know 100 years ago maybe. <laughs> <laughs> it's like last week i feel like if you know anything about electricity that it's like well yeah there's stuff in our body that could like be an electrical current maybe. i don't know that you would just assume that though I love maybe that Christina in the 1800s would have been like, well, yeah. Duh. duh. <laughs> we know, you know there's like electricity. You guys are stupid. Listen, like the moon is round. There. Earth is probably round. You're probably just crushing all those haters. Oh, my face hurts from laughing. <laughs> all right. So how did you make the transition from frogging to mountain biking? <laughs> <laughs> what did he say? First of all, what was your first frog? And then tell us what was your first mountain bike? We have the title for the podcast now. <laughs> frogging off each other. From frogging to mountain biking. Yeah, frogging off. In oh, five easy steps, <laughs> you too could become a froggy mountain biker. Um, well, it was a crazy series of events and uh, many years, but eventually I lived in Colorado later in life. And I loved snowboarding, but people were doing this like crazy mountain bike thing in the summer. And I was like, wow, you guys are crazy. And then finally one day I was like, oh, I'm going to give it a go. And then I did. And I like just sunk my teeth into it i loved it frothed for it bought all the bikes had no money and uh that was mountain biking do you remember that first ride i do yeah i literally went otb like dropped into the trail and went otb just over the bars over the bars for you listening at home um handful of like front brake nobody told me anything they were just like sick let's go and my roommate at the time big up claire i borrowed her bike because she was like way too busy doing other cool stuff and i rode her bike like quite a lot that summer it was like a little hardtail kona so cute (laughs) and and yeah i didn't kill myself so i was like all right i'm pretty into this but back in that day like it was way more about cross-country stuff and i lived in colorado and i gotta say people in colorado are just like way too keen they just like they're the people that train at high altitude. Oh my god! I'm so sorry. Dave, shut up. Interrupt that sorry. story with your water bottle, dude. I'm so sorry. My god! I All the momentum the sucked out of the room. I didn't realize it's, it's a, a gong story. <laughs> gong. Where were we? Oh. What frogs? Huh? I don't know. Fuck me. <laughs> I've been interrupted. Uh, How'd you make the move to Colorado? What oh brought yeah. you there? Okay, so now we're going deep. Yeah. Okay, so grew up in Louisiana. There was a hurricane, Katrina. You may have heard of it. Nice lady. Um, she was a bitch. Yeah, no, it wasn't nice. <laughs> she lady. Shit up. No. And and then I moved to Kansas. Fun times. My mom was living there at the time, so I like finished high school in Kansas, started college, and then I was like, this place sucks. Colorado's like right next door. Why am I here? <laughs> 
And then, so, yeah, got uh, moved to Colorado. It was kind of my mom's, like, pushing. I don't know if she was, like, legit just trying to kick me out of the house or what or, like, support my endeavors. But she was like, yeah, you should totally go to Colorado. Get out of here. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. Never been to Kansas myself. Wouldn't recommend it. Been to Kansas. Jason, you have? Been to Kansas City, Why? Kansas. To sell bikes, obviously. Uh, okay. Back in those <laughs> days. But have you been Back to Kansas City, Missouri? Yep, I've been to both okay. Kansas cities. So, yeah. No. No. <laughs> what do you mean? It's, it's not it bad. It was kind of a cool place yeah, to, cool. like, uh, finish high school and, like, make some good friends. But then, I mean, there's not a lot going on there. If you are from Kansas and listening, please leave us a speak pipe. We mm-hmm. want to hear from you. It's nothing against you personally. It's just my experience with Kansas. And I'm sure they probably have, like... Cool mountain biking now. Gravel's like blowing up over mm-hmm. there. Gravel's yeah, huge. That big gravel grind. Mountains in Kansas? No. There's no mountains. Hills. 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 Some hills. Yeah. Tornadoes. Definitely tornadoes. What about the people? People are lovely. They're almost like southern people, you know? Like southern people were pretty known to have this like I don't know about me personally, but southern hospitality, just nice. I would say Kansas people are like that too. Yeah, actually, where's your accent? Don't people from Louisiana have a southern accent? Did I you? Don't I don't have a southern accent, but I have an accent. Do you? My mm, accent. It's pretty mild. <laughs> you do it's say mild. y'all. I do say y'all. Hi, I y'all. mean, I say y'all. <laughs> That's true. Maybe you're part southern. Yeah, I don't, maybe. Do you feel yeah. like, though, the edges have been sanded off? I don't think I ever had a super strong accent, but when I talk to my family... They really have a strong accent, so it kind of makes me think, like, did I sound like that? And I just, like, kind of lost it, because I moved when I was 16, so, like, I mean, my, my accent was kind of established. Mm. But then I moved to, like, pretty boring, mundane places like Kansas, Colorado, BC, that don't have a lot of accents. Boring. <laughs> mundane. <laughs> just generic. You grew up with three brothers? Three big brothers. Three big brothers, well. Mm-hmm. What was it like uh, being the only sister? It was cool. They definitely, like, they made me, like, a little rough around the edges, perhaps. They, you know, beat me up. Lots of wrestling. Lots of unsupervised, chaotic times. And But nowadays, like, I kind of envy the people that did get to grow up with, like, a sister and share those, like, maybe more, I don't know, intimate moments as a girl with your sister, talk about boys and stuff. I couldn't talk about boys with my brothers, obviously. So that I missed out on that. The only person you can relate to is Dave. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a sister. Jason didn't have a sister. But Dave I said... I had the inverse of you. I'm two older sisters. Oh, yeah. This this all makes sense now. Dave was saying <laughs> last week. You're lovely. They did great work, Dave. Oh, my God. Wait, hold up. I got a, I got a new complex now. <laughs> Wait, do you have siblings? Yeah, older brother. Older brother. And but Jason? I'm only child. Whoa. You know this. Oh, child syndrome. <laughs> yeah. But Dave was saying last week mm-hmm. that growing up with girls, you learn early as a boy how weird girls are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so there's something that I'm missing, having not had a sister. I feel like weird's the wrong world, the word, <laughs> but it's... <laughs> yeah, go on. It, <laughs> like, I feel like it just demystifies girls for you. And then also, like, you learn that girls have, like sort of unique senses of humor and they they interact differently than just guys together i would agree with that because not having grown up with a sister like i did have my cousins that i was really close with um but they were a little bit older so i kind of missed out on that like yeah what you said like the funny playful like their own sense of humor Mm -hmm. thing i 
I kind of missed out on that and I just maybe come across like a little dry sometimes. What about like female <laughs> friends growing up though? I I was thinking about this yesterday actually. Like I counted my really close girlfriends from back in the day, like from all through middle school and there were like seven or eight of us but we didn't really like hit it off until like middle school and beyond but yeah the, i mean i was a cheerleader in my previous life so i actually had like quite a cool crew of girls later in life so like what's what's the best cheer that you did uh no none of them I would say. But like, if you had to give an example. I really like washed that part of my memory out. <laughs> I just have a picture that shows that it How about a, burr, it's <laughs> yeah. cold in here. I Jason must be in the movie. atmosphere. I said, burr, it's cold in here. Jason must be sisters. in the atmosphere. How about that one? Keep going. That's a good one. I was a cheerleader. O-E-O-E-O. No, I wasn't. That's not because I have sisters. It's because I'm a drummer, a percussionist. So, you know. It's a good movie. It's a good movie. I think they're remaking it. What? The percussionist? Yeah. I think it was the pianist that you're mixing. It. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> the movie. Bring it on. That's what's okay. Seen. Have you seen it? Uh, no. What? He's How do you know? <laughs> I don't know. I, sorry. What? I've had a half a herba mate. Oh, mate. Oh, I can't if you're joking. <laughs> I'm not joking. Well, how do you know the cheer then? Oh. uh... Because, like, every sports day for every year for <laughs> elementary school and high school, mm. I think, like, the first time I heard that was probably in, like, grade one or kindergarten, grade two. It's from Bring It On. Yeah. Okay. It's, that's the original. We got to get you schooled up. Yeah. Who's your daddy? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, okay. That's why I was so confused. What, what is that an old movie? It's from 2000. Yeah. 2000. Okay. Movie. That makes sense. Checks out. It's yeah. cheerleading. Yeah. All about cheerleading, and that cheer is a <laughs> plot point because the white school steals that cheer from the black girl school, and it's like this whole thing. What the it burr? It's cold yeah. here. Someone yeah. must be in the atmosphere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is this it's like, like a stealing a song? You yeah, know? like oh, we're bringing it up. Who's okay. real, real tense times. Yeah, interesting. What's the IMDb on that? Six point three. Nice. So, what kind of cheerleading <laughs> did you do? Did like you get thrown in the air and? I was the thrower. Ooh. No way. Yeah. I mean, look at me. I'm obviously super strong and not flying anywhere so you're like the power <laughs> bottom that was the power bottom yeah. yeah interesting i know i don't talk about that time in my life oh much, but <laughs> okay well let's deep we dive are. into it yeah, <laughs> that seems fun i think and, it's a southern thing you know we love our sports like in football like the cheerleaders are super important just like the players i mean you can <laughs> you can debate that did you ever Huck someone and they fell on the ground and yeah, hurt themselves. Yeah, we've definitely dropped a couple people. Oh man, I've always wondered how Usually you learn that fault. stuff. Just so much crashing. Mm-hmm. Just Crash like you learn biking, I guess. Yeah. Just so much, just trial and error. <laughs> Hopefully, you have a good coach. <laughs> Did you have any bad accidents? <laughs> Cheerleading, yeah, like for sure. Land on your face. Um, I definitely I broke a couple bones. Jesus. I like. Whoa! It's time. Oh. <laughs> My phone is on silent, but it's time, so we're gonna time for what? Dismiss that. Time for yeah, cheer. Important. <laughs> <laughs> Great success. Hi. I hope I don't have another one of those set. Uh, what was the question? The, you said you broke two bones cheerleading. Oh yeah. How? Uh, gymnastics. I think I was oh. like more into cheerleading for the gymnastics part of it, like acrobats and backhand springs and. So yeah, I broke my arm at least twice doing back 
handsprings and stuff. And then, I, like, half of my two front teeth are fake because, you know, growing up in the South. And <laughs> one time Frogging. I did, like, legit get it, like, frogging. <laughs> I got it, like, elbowed out when I was catching someone. Oh. And, yeah. Oh. Pretty embarrassing, as you could imagine, for, like, a middle school female. Like, don't need any more reasons to get picked on. Now I'm missing half a tooth. Right. Yeah. I, I, I have fake tooth, too. Is that Jason? Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a fake yeah. tooth? Yeah, fake tooth club. What's your fake tooth story? I, uh, you know, beside the skate park in Whistler, there's, like, a wall ride, kind of skinny, little, like, trial zone. Yes, yes. It used to be different. There used to be a teeter-totter. I was, I was in grade 7. I tried jumping off the end of the teeter-totter before it went down, oh. but I just went OTB straight to my face, knocked out. 14 stitches in the lower oh lip. Oh, my God. And a broken tooth. Yeah, Gnarly. Yeah, it was gnar. <laughs> Gnarly. Jason, what's your broken tooth story? Um, it's a two-parter. Uh, it's a tooth-parter. <laughs> it's a tooth-parter. Two-thirty. When I was young, I was trying to climb up a slide, uh, like a metal slide going backwards, climb up it, and I was climbing up it, and I slipped, and I smoked my tooth on <laughs> this corner of the slide and, like, blew it right back into my jaw. And, yeah, it was a lot of blood. And then... I went to uh, an orthodontist, and they were like, "Ah, it's fine. It'll come back out." Fast forward to <laughs> three years ago, yeah, she'll <laughs> like literally it was like, "Ah, it's fine." It was like profusely <laughs> bleeding out of my face, and then uh, I went to the dentist like two years ago, or three years ago, and they did an X-ray, and they're like, oh, "We've got some like really bad news." And I was like, "What?" And they're like, "Yeah, that tooth is like mostly gone in like under the gum." Oh. I was like, "What? It feels fine." And they're like, "No, that that's got to come out." So. Yeah, I guess it, it died when I did that, and then it just kind of was there. But then my body was like, I don't need this anymore, so it started just eating it. Just, oh, yeah. my gosh. So I had to get that pulled, and yeah. You, yeah, you remember that. Yeah. I was toothless I sure for a while. Do. I think I got yeah. a fake, fake tooth like a week before we filmed Big Bang Academy. Oh, my gosh, I was like, that's oh, my right. God, this is going to suck. You did, too. <laughs> yeah. Dude, Wait, what? Really. Pink Bike Academy? Yeah. Season one? Yeah. You have a fake, fake tooth? Yeah. It's like fully fake. It's like a Everyone a go in. back and watch it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Pull that up. <laughs> you, you will never notice. Well, you oh, might. Well. But uh, yeah, it was just like a pushing one that kept falling out. Is that why you were sunburnt <laughs> the whole season to, 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 to detract from the, <laughs> the tooth? No, that was just because uh, the sunscreen Jason, budget. We're going to need you to like, put your tooth back in place before we carry on. That was oh, just me bless. not listening to producers. When they're like, <laughs> hey, geez, you should really put some sunscreen on. I no, was, I'm fine. I was wearing SPF 2. It was chill. <laughs> Dave, any teeth stories tooth? for you? Um, I, I had like braces forever. Uh-huh. David needs braces. Yeah. <laughs> My dad always said, "Be true to your teeth, or they will be false to you." Mm. Ooh. What Wise about words. champagne for my real friends and real pain for my sham friends? I like that. Never heard Drake. of Drake. Is that Drake? <laughs> I thought it was Drake. Nah, yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> sham friends? Yeah. It's a saying, I think. Champagne for my real friends, real pain for my sham friends. It's a sham friend. Oh, I get it. <laughs> Too old. Did you actually miss it the first time? Uh, don't ask me. No, I, are you joking? I, I don't get it. If you're actually this stupid, I'm this stupid. No, I can't tell if you're doing a bit. <laughs> I'm not doing a bit. I'm stupid. Oh. Everything's a bit in Matt's life. I'm sorry. <laughs> I am living in a bit. Because, you know, I'm projecting onto you that I feel stupid that you're being sarcastic. And that you feel stupid because no. I think you don't get the joke. You are the smartest guy in the Oh, pod. my God. Okay. Not true. Yeah. You son of a bitch. Transition. Just make a judgment. Who's the smartest guy on the pod? Just make your judgment. Don't, don't. Just make your judgment. I mean, who made this nice board over here? 
<laughs> Whoever did that. I mean, I'm going to give it to the. I mean, it was my idea. I, <laughs> okay. The, the board itself. Dave executed all of the organization. Thank you. Good job. And therefore, he's the smartest person on the pod. However, execution. Matt did literally everything else in <laughs> this, execution. In this shop. We can all have great ideas, but it's the executing. It's all, yeah, certainly. Mm. All right, let's fast forward. So at what point did you move to Whistler? <coughs> Excuse me, hard question. Uh, I first came to Whistler in 2012. And then I guess you could say I like Great movie. made it my home. 2012 mm-hmm. movie? Yep. Go on. I don't know that one. I'll look <laughs> it up. Um. Wait, are you serious? I can't tell if it's a bit. Sorry. I had to. <laughs> <laughs> Great movie. Dave knows. Oh, yeah. Look at it. It is. Because um, that's when the world was supposed to end. That was when, remember? Yeah. So I restarted my world. I came up to Whistler living like a bum in my truck, basically, for an extended period of time. And then eventually couple years later i did move here full-time got residency everybody in the comments gonna be like oh my god how did you get residency as an american it was really hard that's it (laughs) (laughs) i'm not gonna tell you here's my tip fuck you 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 have to execute (laughs) yeah well we heard that uh well i heard i didn't know we were doing some research in the last couple days and uh we heard you were tenting you know you were living in a tent in whistler when you you said your truck though yeah, I mean, truck, tent, oh, same, same. Okay, I gotcha. Home is where you park it, you know. It was like glorified van life before vans were, like, super normal. Okay. You just, like, set up a little tent. Because it, it sounded gnarly when I first heard about this. I mean, it's not the tenting that we think of over here on, you know, East Tastings. It's okay. Not that kind of tenting, yeah. I would say. Yeah, yeah. So it was more or Living less glamping kind of uh maybe glamping sure <laughs> i mean it was a tent i mean it's, it's still living like, in a tent full I mean, time for a few a months <laughs> for how long two months <laughs> uh probably like two months before i like kind of weaseled my way into uh my boyfriend's house at the time where were you staying in your tent in driveways or um no just north of whistler in the forest i'm not gonna tell everyone i want to blow up the mm-hmm. spots you know no. but but uh the usual camping spots near whistler north of whistler can we pull that up <laughs> Sorry, <Jay. laughs> can so you give us the latitude and longitude 49 north something something yep Checks um out. i asked um i asked haley our good friend haley you went that deep on market research friend of the pod mm-hmm. and she said that uh yeah you it's true you were tenting and you were also flipping your clothes inside out did she say that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think that Wait, was just up. like a phase I went through. <laughs> a phase? <laughs> I don't think it was like to clean clothes or anything. I mean, it kind of checks out, but I think it's just a phase I went through. I don't think I liked, uh, like even still, I don't really like big logos and things. Oh, it was, oh. Just, it was an aesthetic choice. Aesthetic yeah. choice. We oh. thought you were maximizing how I mean, often you could wear something. it makes a lot of sense when you say it like that. You're like, yeah. wait, did I just convince myself? Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, really against brands? <laughs> I feel like, yeah. Decommodification. <laughs> yeah. they were ahead of their time. Have you guys ever, uh, like, <laughs> well, yeah. How many, how many, what's the maximum time you've flipped your underwear inside and out mm. on a single trip? Mm. Nowadays, when I pack for a trip, I usually mm. bring, uh, for the amount of underwear, for the amount of days I'm going away, plus three. 
It's just always plus three. Plus like three. I'm going away for a weekend. I'm bringing plus three. Going I, away for a month. Plus three. Brooke's mother taught me this trick, plus so that's three. that's what I do. I just I don't I don't mess around. I just bring more, yeah. more than I need. I think we all. I think that's a normal thing now. Yeah. Although, like a way. month, you got to be anticipating there's some sort of laundry situation at that point. You would hope so. Mm-hmm. But bike packing though. You kind of got to do the flips. Yeah, I was going to say, what kind of trip are we talking about? Mm-hmm. Because also bikepacking, you might be wearing a chamois, and then that complicates it. Can't, can't flip that in. You can't out. flip that. You don't want to flip that uh, Yeah, I've never out. tried, um, but I feel like you could. Why not? I, I don't know. I feel like I just wouldn't fit very well. Maybe not. Yeah. Maybe not. We could try it out. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's a video concept. I flipped my underwear inside out yeah, for 30 days straight. Yeah, how many days, days can I go? I mean, I've seen some people do some gnarly stuff. I've been watching a lot of go like on. ultra bikepacking videos lately, and they're on their bike for freaking days, like nonstop. And what, what is this ultra bikepacking? Never heard of this. They like do hundreds of kilometers or like races for days on end. And it's just like whoever gets done with this... 2,000 kilometer route. Um, there you go. So it's like ultra running yeah. in a way. It's just running. Biking. Gone and most insane. people like, some people don't stop and sleep, but some people like, you know, will sleep for a couple hours and then carry on or, but I, I want to know what their situation is with their chamois. So let us know in the <laughs> comments below. Yeah. If you're that kind of <laughs> if person, you flip your like, chamois. what are you doing? You just rocking the same gnarly chamois? Like, because yeah. they don't have enough time to, like, clean it, dry it, carry on. Yeah. No one's doing laundry during I mean, that. you flip it, you leave it in the sun. The sunlight kills bacteria, right, to some mm-hmm. degree. Mm-hmm. Doesn't get rid of residue, though. Mm, no. That's for residue. sure. <laughs> and what about people who use chamois cream? Like, I've never used that. No, I will. I refuse to use that. Very curious, though. Mm. Very curious. I mean, and I, I know that chamois, um, chamois butter, they are a fan of, uh, of Mahalo, my dude. Mm-hmm. Send us some well cream. Fact. We'll do. Cr- we'll cream up on the pod. <laughs> Live, but yeah, I don't understand. Like, you how should that do works. a ride with it without cream and just see if you notice the difference. It's a good concept. I think I'll notice a difference. <laughs> There's a bunch of cream <laughs> down there. Like someone's <laughs> tried this before. Good lord, are you a fan <laughs> of bikepacking? Um, I've not done a lot of bikepacking, but I'm a fan of it. Yeah, <laughs> just <laughs> conceptually. Yeah, I think it's something I'd be I was into. Say, we've been bikepacking. Well, I yeah, wasn't. Yeah, we have. <laughs> you you we went have technically. If that's bikepacking, I'm down. What do you mean you've been bikepacking? You have? Or I filmed yeah. it. Oh. Jason shot a video of Tom and I bikepacking on a budget. Oh. They had 60 bucks? $60. For everything? Yeah, minus our bicycles. But they had to buy like tent, sleeping bag, food, oh everything for 60 bucks. What? Yeah. Bag. Bag. Buy a bag. I still have that bag. <laughs> um. Were you like thrifting that stuff? Walmart. Walmart. Wow. What? I know. Anybody can get tent? into bikepacking. Well, that's the thing. We didn't get tents. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, there you go. Oh, God. Yeah, it didn't make the cut. Yeah, what did you sleep? You slept on, or Tom slept on like a pool floaty. Yeah, we both mm. had pool floaties. Yeah. I still have my pool floaty also. Um, he bought a towel to cover up with. I actually bought like a little tiny kid's sleeping bag, and it was sweet. Yeah, that was a good idea. And, uh, yeah, we like ate hot dogs and oatmeal. <laughs> How many days did you go away for just one night. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's my bikepacking experience. Oh, wow. Uh, but it's something I think I'd be interested in. Just like pushing myself. Imagine what you could do if you doubled that budget. <sighs> I know, right? You Oh, you'd be fine. You would have like, I think 
Like if you had a hundred bucks, you'd be okay. Oh, for sure. I mean, yeah. I was. We were fine. Yeah. We and just imagine. Like, I mean, if it had we rained, bought though. Caesar mix, but we had no vodka, so it's just like powdered <laughs> Caesar mix. Oh. It's pretty terrible. <laughs> sixty bucks. Yeah. Or sixty bucks. Was that it? might yeah. be one of the best projects I've ever done for work. I gotta say. Yeah, really. It was fun. It was good times. It was fun just being the fly on the wall and just being like. <laughs> I'm, fil- I'm just filming. I, I don't care what happens. I think he slept in his rooftop tent that night. Yeah, I, s- <laughs> I slept in a great. What a great. jerk. Yeah. Well, I had to film. Where did you ride? In Squamish. Okay. Yeah. Just a big, huge backcountry loop. <laughs> yeah. Like, hundreds of kilometers. Yeah. <laughs> it was mega. Mega ultra, ultra bikepacking. Super sore ass. <laughs> no so, so in these tenting days, uh, there's a story of you getting bared. You had a bear approach on your tent? or Yeah. Yeah, just in the bush, as you do. Left my tent set up, came back to it in the middle of the night after, like, shredding bike park all day. And then it had, like, it had collapsed in, and I was like, oh, my God, somebody's been here. And then turns out it was, like, a bear. There were just, like, bear scratches everywhere. Tore my tent up. Not, like, crazy tore it up, but, like, tore it up enough where I was like, I'm not sleeping in that tent. And then that, that was the last time I tented. Yeah. The last time. <laughs> I haven't dented since. <laughs> really? No, that's oh. not true. <laughs> okay. You asked if I was afraid of anything <laughs> being buried in a tent. See, you sometimes sleeping in sometimes it. people are joking, and then you got to ask. Exactly. <laughs> Nobody knows. You just stick your arm out, and the bear just... Does that, can you noodle with bears? Can you... I'm sure there's work? something to it. Yeah. Depends on the so you never actually the saw the bear? Never saw the bear. You just assumed it was a bear. The It'll evidence would, would point to it was a bear. Did it leave a business card? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a bearsness card. It left its, like, paw prints on the tarp that was covering. Yeah, that was spooky. Bears, man. So how have you, how have you enjoyed your uh, years in Whistler? Uh, I've thoroughly enjoyed my years in Whistler. <laughs> Was there like, I feel like there's like an adjustment phase though, because you, it's basically like, I'm going to go move to Disneyland and stay there for a long time. Yeah. It's kind of weird. When you go to Disneyland as a kid, you're like, yeah, this checks out. This makes sense. But when you live in Disneyland for like 11 years, you're just like, wow, I'm really old now. And everybody else is like still just a kid in Disneyland. Uh, So that's been like maybe the most interesting part, I guess, is like everybody just kind of. We all live around the same age in Whistler. People are active, and you're never, like, the best at anything. I think that's what kind of sets it apart from other, like, destinations or ski resorts even, is, like, people get really hoity-toity, and they're like, I'm such a sick skier, and it's like, nah, dude, you're, like, nothing compared to this dude that skis 400 days a year. (laughs) Just for fun. We wanted to talk about Whistler hacks. Now you've had you've quite a few years under your belt. What are uh, you know, Dave? Do you think you know got any hacks? How many? I bet you got some Whistler hacks. hacks. Yeah, Whistler hacks. Do you think you have some Whistler hacks no, in there? No, I gotta think. I gotta think. I mean, Misty Mountain Pizza. That's a good hack. Uh, all d- if you need to eat on a budget. I was gonna say okay, so that's budget eat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Misty Mountain, shout out. <laughs> uh, just like don't go on the weekend hack. <laughs> yeah, there's that. What about, like, getting around, though? Because I feel like Whistler is a nightmare when it comes to traffic. It can be a nightmare, like, if you're going to Whistler on the weekend or you're leaving Whistler on the weekend. But as long as you, like, just don't travel at peak hours, that works pretty well. I got to say, like, I never – I don't ride the bus. I guess the the lovely part is if you're going biking, 
unlike you poor souls here in the city that have to like drive to the trailheads we just like bike out of the door which is super nice um it's expensive though i mean like everything's expensive there food living you just get by with doing less <laughs> i guess you become less social the older you get in whistler because it's expensive to socialize i'm trying to think of my best hack my hack is You've is is just like a parking space that I know is always going to be available, even at the height of crank works, like the busiest day. I know it's going to be free. No and one's, and I, 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 I can't, yeah, I can't, can't give you the longitude. Can't. I can't give you the latitude. It's you north of Whistler. Like okay, that? that's all. You're giving some attitude, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you all the attitude. Uh, yeah, parking, parking hacks. Parking hacks. Send <laughs> those our way. In the summer, it's crazy the parking situation. Man, there's like, I don't even understand sometimes. There's not <coughs> enough space in the town to park for like all the people that go there. Mm-hmm. Matt, can you be quiet on set, please? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, do you need me Sorry. to ding my water bottle again? Sorry, we don't have a <laughs> cough <laughs> button yet. We don't have the money. <laughs> you go down the wrong tube? I didn't know my Herba Mate had pearls in it. <clears throat> It doesn't. <laughs> Sorry. Wait, it's a bit. It's a pearl. <laughs> Sorry. Bubble like tea, bubble like bubble, bubble, bubble tea, like yeah, pearls, yeah. you know. I don't, like, I don't think there's a bubble tea place in Whistler. I don't like the pearls. There is a bubble tea place now. Is there? Yeah, it's on Main Street. I've not been there, but it's like bubble tea and coffee. So I don't know oh. if they're still in business, to be fair. Oh, they must be popping off. Kaz must go there a lot. He loves the bubble tea, I know. He would, he would pick Fact. up bubble tea in Vancouver, take it home. When he was down here, he would make a point of it. Yeah. Love a good bubble tea. Yeah. Mm. Any more good Whistler hacks? I oh. mean, just the lakes in general are pretty good. Mm, the lakes. If you yeah. need like a quick uh, shower, dip, cold plunge. What about, I feel like we may have talked about this before, but yes, we have uh, a hot tub or pool poaching. Mm. Those oh, are hard. like going to the hotel? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like, any good ones? Uh, I, mean, I don't want to, you know, I can't blow up the spots. Didn't you tell this story I, on the podcast? Th- These are the worst <laughs> I <think> hacks I, <laughs> ever. <laughs> yeah, I know a hack. I can't tell you about it. Oh, but, hey, well, wow. I, put, I put no thought into my hacks. This hey. segment's called Inside Jokes, where we're just not going to tell you our yeah. inside jokes. Get, uh, I've got a hack. I've got a hack. Okay, it's when scary. I lived in Whistler for a summer, what we would do is throw a rager party most Oops. nights. Oh, and... We would have fun. You get to the party. You do your thing. At the end of the party, you collect all the cans. And you put them into as many garbage bags as you can. And you take those cans to the return center in Whistler. And you get money to live off for the next week. That's not a for Whistler hack. Week. That's just a life yeah. hack. But do people? But in Whistler, I feel like you need to do it more. Because you're like, everything's so expensive. Every dollar counts. You, uh, yeah, you can do that. You're going to throw a party in your house? Get, get trash. Do they give you more for cans in Whistler? I, I think it was the regular. Okay. I feel like it's the regular, but I appreciate that you were recycling. Yes. Good job. You got really smug with your fact, and then you just, it wasn't Whistler related at all. <laughs> it is Whistler. I was in Whistler. <laughs> that's what drew you. You could have been anywhere. Well, that's like, oh, I could have parked anywhere. Your hack was recycling, dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was. Let me fill you on on this really cool thing. Cool. It was uh, a side hustle. <laughs> But I didn't have a main hustle, so (laughs) it was just the main hustle. Yeah. My hustle. Oh. Yeah, I think my. Oh, sorry. You got hacks? I can't really know. I'm just stumped. Dude, I I know I'm going to go home and I'm going to think of hacks. What about Creekside? Mm. Like, I think that. Creekside in general? Creekside in general. I like Creekside. If you're coming from Vancouver, you don't have to drive the whole way to the village. 
you can get onto the lift faster whether you're skiing or biking mm -hmm. there's mm -hmm. free parking mm -hmm. i think still still free still free technically but the, my gripe with creekside is like it gets claustrophobic down there. It's like four stories deep of cars. So if you're on that bottom floor, oh, you're parkade. trying to get yeah. It's like you're not getting out of there. And then all of a sudden, it's like final destination in your mind. You're like, this is this is how I die. The place is gonna collapse. I'm the big here. one's gonna hit now. Yeah, shit. <laughs> so that's my gripe with Creekside. But um, it is free. You didn't hear that from me. Not, not known. And if she's wrong, leave us a speak pipe. <laughs> What about um, the singles line? I mean, this isn't just Whistler, but the singles line. Have you told Brooke? Is <laughs> <laughs> My point is that a couple yeah. or a group of people yeah, yeah, yeah. should consider the singles line, even though you are a group. It is faster. It flows quicker. Sometimes. 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 That's not always true, though. I feel like that's one of the first good hacks that you've provided. Wow. Thank you. Oh, me. You singled me out. No, no, no. That we've we, Okay, good. You said Collectively. You. Yeah, you said I meant, I meant we. You said you. Oh, where the attitude's coming okay, here's out. my Whistler hack. Um, just have, like, an uncle that lives Get the there. sound ready. Like I do. And then you just, like, <laughs> oh go stay at your uncle's place. Where does he live? Uh, like like uh, the, uh, the uh, Olympic Village, sort of, at the, like, Function Junction. Oh, uh, okay. Can we get the lunch too, too, too far to, like, pedal in. <laughs> True. But still yeah. free. Convenient. What are, what are people going to do with uh, this chairlift situation this year? Oh, yeah. It's a hot topic. What, what is the situation? Christine, you explain. Well, I mean, Fitzsimmons is gone. It's devastating. Have you seen the pictures? No. It's gone. Gone. It's gone. Like, everything is gone. Literally Every gone. tower. I think the towers, I don't know. Don't quote me on that. Okay. I just saw, like, a really sad picture of, like, oh. And for people that don't know, Ugh. the Fitzsimmons chair is the main chair in the Whistler Village. No way. Why is it gone? So they're swapping it from a six chair to an eight chair for mm. no good reason, but... No good reason. Definitely no good. <laughs> what do if I you know? work at Whistler Black Home and you disagree, <laughs> please leave us a speak pipe. <laughs> Wouldn't that just get people up so faster? Bad. I guess maybe. If you were... I think, I, I think the speed getting people up there is fine. It's just like the number of people, but who am I to say? How many people are supposed to have I think like a given day? over time a lot more people are going to be shuttled up to the top, like, years down the road. Where are they going to park? <laughs> <laughs> Matt's parking spot. Yeah. No, North no, of no. Whistler. We need no. more parking. But, yeah, this year will be interesting because there's, yeah, there's no Fitz chair. So I don't know what that means for, like, the bike park trails that go under there. I imagine some of them will be closed. But they did build some new trails down in Creekside. Big chat about Creekside hmm. today. So those actually look super sick. Have you seen those? No. Have you seen them? Mm -mm. You peek in there? I peeked in there in the fall. There's like some sweet jumps, like A-line vibe. So they have a plan, maybe. Someone's somewhere's got a plan. I'm excited to have like some new trails because, I mean, as much as I love Whistler, mm -hmm. it's pretty repetitive. Yeah, I mean, when you live there, you yeah. start to <laughs> know it like the back of your hand. Uh, yeah. Yeah, well, even when you don't live there, if you visit enough times. <clears throat> um, yeah, it seems very taboo to say that the Whistler Bike Park gets boring. I feel like I've said that before. Like, ah, I'm kind of bored of the bike park. I and then everybody goes, bored. what? It's the best place in the world. It's it not, is. Maybe it's me. Maybe I need to. Only boring people are bored. Yeah, maybe I need to, uh, you know, find <laughs> new lines, challenge myself. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm, it's not boring. This year it's being revamped. I'm excited. 
So the Fitz is gone. They're going to replace. They're going to replace it with the six chair. Like there's still there's going to be a chairlift there. Yeah. Is it? Oh, okay. What's it going from? Four to six. Four to six. Yeah. Pretty sure. Yeah. Man, there's been a lot of drama yeah. around that. I, I entertained myself reading Less the drama. comments on Black Holmes, uh, Whistle Black Holmes Instagram. A lot of angry people. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't want to be on that PR team. Jeez. Bless them. Yep. <laughs> you guys will come up and shred, though, opening day? Probably. Tradition. I mean, yeah, it is a tradition. And one of our, uh, I think, best opening weekend videos was when we kind of paid tribute to the GLC drop mm. getting destroyed and converted into that jump. We interviewed everybody, uh, people who passed us in the lineup. Like Maybe them. we got to do a similar thing for oh, the Fitz chair. The Fitz chair. Really? You should. Yeah. An homage. Just pull back like all your old footy. Yeah. It's a nice homage. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of footage of it. Yeah. It's a good chair. Are you going to do, uh, I feel like every opening you do some sort of a tally or like a bike check on I opening don't know. weekend. I don't know what I'll do this year. Yeah, I don't know. Probably something along the lines of like, this is what's new at Whistler Bike Park. Creekside. Bom, bom, bom. Maybe I'll do hacks. <laughs> Maybe I'll do Whistler hacks. No, you can't steal that idea. I'll it's our idea. We, th- this was a brainstorming session today. We're taking yeah, that. We're got turning so it into many script. good ideas. I mean, <laughs> so I don't know how you're going to choose for all those hacks. Uh, Cans. <laughs> Recycle. Hear me out. Cans. Parking. There's like Park. no free parking pretty much in Whistler. So I think that's the hack. If you can find a free parking spot. Yeah. Yeah. Relish in it. Yeah. I don't know. What else are you going to do this year? Are you, you going anywhere? Are you doing racing? Hard to say. Not knowing. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Going to keep it. Going to keep it kind of open. See what comes out. One of my favorite events I did last fall was the Transier Norte race mm-hmm. in Mexico. And so if all goes to plan, um, I'll go back to that in the fall and then just kind of see what the summer brings. There's a bunch of opportunities. I've, I just feel like adventuring, you know, like I want to go do some hard stuff. It's hard to find people to do hard stuff with, though. Mm-hmm. So if you're into like weird shit and challenging yourself until you cry, hit me up. <laughs> <laughs> that seems hard. When's, when's the last time you challenged yourself till you cried? Crying. <laughs> like what? Cry what? What's the like most challenging thing you've done on a bike? Ooh, on a bike, most challenging. It's probably uh, hard to say. There's probably like two that come to mind. Last summer we did a three-day, two-night adventure in the Chilcotins, which was fun, but it was only hard because they were just big days, like. Mm. There wasn't anything to be scared of. There wasn't technical terrain to be worried about. I had a cabin booked with like food and a bed. It was just hard because it was like, all right, we're like really going out here for 10 hours today and we're going to get over there. And then probably like Trans BC Enduros. That one's super hard because it's like six days of just gnarly, blind racing, hard, hot. dangerous (laughs) dangerous <laughs> we ran into each other in the chill we did like, I were you there were you there no 
don't think so. I do remember. Butt fudge nowhere. Yeah. Absolutely nowhere. You were bike back. <laughs> we hadn't seen anybody in so long <laughs> that all of a sudden going the opposite way is you and Meg's. We're like, oh, hey, yeah. Christina. Oh, what's up? And we're just like, I remember when we met you, that was. It must we, have been we, a low point. We were toasted. <laughs> Santos was, like, was behind me. hiking up? Blood trail. sugar was crashing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't what know who picked your route, but like. I wouldn't have gone up that way. <laughs> oh, really? Uh, yeah. Considering we were riding down it, but <laughs> we that's were. the cool thing out there. You can kind of go up or down anything. Yeah. What a weird place to just run into, into each other, though. That's funny. That's yeah. Better than running into a bear. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Much better. Yeah. I didn't know you could book a cabin up there. Yeah. That's there's really like, cool. There's like at least three or four cabins. They're super cozy, rustic. They yeah. cook for you. Really? You can, like, buy beer and have it delivered. Um, Tyx Adventures, hit me up. Oh. Comments below. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's a, it's a Tyax thing. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, we, we hit up uh, campsites and did our hammock setups, mm-hmm. and I love that. <laughs> that's nice. I love hammock camping. I love it so yeah. much. I, w- I would go back and do the, like, proper bike pack thing, but having the, having the camp set up was pretty, it's pretty lush. Yeah. Roll it in just like, wow, we weren't sure when you guys were going to roll in. It was just like starting to get dark. And then they just have dinner on the table and you're like, this is amazing. Oh my God. That's fantastic. Yeah. I remember. I, mean, uh, I, say, I say it was hard, but. It I was going like to say, wait, this doesn't really sound very hard. hard. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, uh, yeah, our friend Santos, he had a, a large freezer Ziploc bag full of cocktail wieners and cubes of cheese. And that was not looking so good Gross. by the first 24 oh. hours. It was just all like sweaty, coagulated, and, yeah. and gross. Sounds like something Tom Bradshaw would bring. <laughs> yeah, it does. So meat sticks. Oh, it's so disgusting. Yeah. So, do you have any uh, projects coming up that you're looking forward to? Any, any that you can like let us in on? Perhaps any, any fun concepts? Maybe just tell us all your titles, all your thumbnails. We're always doing market research. <laughs> uh, probably like I guess sea otters coming up. So oh, yeah. people that you know care about that. You're going. I'm going. Okay. But I'm kind of stoked because it's I. Last time I went there was ten years ago. Whoa. Yeah. So That's it'll be like well. see what's changed, see who's out there, see what the kids are up to these days. It's and then be the probably same like people. yeah yeah. <laughs> I, I Guarantee it. Right. <laughs> Have you guys ever been on the racetrack at Sea Otter? Yep. In a vehicle? No. No. Have no. you? Definitely. No. That would be sick. Do do people do that during yeah. Sea Otter? Yeah. I don't know about during Sea Otter. Okay. You just ride your bike around the track. They use it for like some events, I believe. We, oh, really? Yeah, they use it for the XC yeah. race. But we did a film thing where we did like car interviews on the racetrack. The person being interviewed is in the car in the backseat and Tippy's like interviewing them. I remember that. And then. Oh, that's pretty cool. I, Nice. Whoever the cameraman was at the time, I can't remember, but they like almost threw up mm-hmm. in the car. So it was just like, <laughs> yeah. Need a steady cam. But it would be fun to go rip that track. It's like a dream track. Be fun to go rip around anywhere on a fast car. I wondered track. if we should last minute go there, but you're gonna be away. I'm not gonna be here. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to top your Sedona experience. So. Just <laughs> I mean, if it one. snows, it's <laughs> yeah. It's just, oh, we gotta go. <laughs> My favorite event of the year is always formation. So, mm. um, yeah, I'll I'll try to get back to that this year as well. See the ladies crush it. Share the stoke. Yeah. Uh, so, do is that uh, at the rampage site or is it somewhere different? 
I'm not sure where it is this year. Last okay. year it was at a Rampage site. Couldn't tell you which one, but yeah, there are previously used Rampage sites. Probably something to do with permitting. I don't know. Seems yeah. easier to just like go back to a different zone or new zone. What? You know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> how, many, how many videos you do you one? make a year with Thinkbike? Oh, so many. Like anywhere between probably like 50-ish at least. Like is it once a week or uh, whenever just, you feel it, like it? It depends. I mean, like when it's busy and there's events and stuff going yeah. on, we might make like three videos in a week, which is like pretty crazy. Um, ideal situations like one video a week from me because obviously like the video team's doing other really cool stuff. So for me, probably about a video a week, which is, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. How did you get that job? Well, Jason Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> what? Jason hired you? <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Jason, how did I get the job? Um, that's a great question, Christina. Uh, I think <laughs> we had a series at the time called Hot Lap, <laughs> where we would invite pros to come down a track in Squamish and time them. And it was like a pseudo race because it was always a different you know, conditions and the trail kept changing, but it was like fun, fun enough. And uh, I think it was the year you got sixth at EWS Whistler. Yeah, was I can't remember year? if it was that year or the year after. Year after. Maybe the, it was the year after. Year after, but I was like, oh, that's awesome. Like local shredder, like let's see how she can stack up against the pros because we had international female athletes there as well. And then you came and you did your thing and you did i think you almost won you would have won the whole hot lap if you didn't crash yeah there was a mo an off bike moment there was an off Great bike moment <laughs> but i was like wow you can definitely ride a bike and then when we there's like a talking portion to that series and you were just like really naturally good in front of the camera where mountain bike a lot of mountain bikers are not good in front of the camera because they're awkward <laughs> and uh you were good at that and i think it was just at a time when we were when I was working at Pink Bike and we were looking to add personalities to the team that the sole focus was just like personalities. I was like, we should get Christina. She's local, shreds on a bike, can talk already in front of a camera and we can like help you be better at that if, if that's needed. And um, I just think it was good to have that like female perspective at Pink Bike when it was a bunch of dudes, <laughs> which isn't always the best. So yeah, that's how you got the job. Thanks, Jason. And then you said yes when we asked you. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't know what to expect that day. I was like, oh, wait, what? This is like a job opportunity. Okay, sure. Sounds good. I like bikes. That's what happens. You, you just say, hey, you want to go for coffee? <laughs> Legit. You want to meet us in Vancouver for coffee? No, sign this paper. I, like I really like coffee. No, you should buy Jason a beer or something. It's, uh, he literally got you the job. Impressive. <laughs> no, she's bought me many beers. <laughs> We've had some beers. Yeah. Many red dogs. Yeah. Well, you guys also worked on Pink Bike Academy. Two seasons. Mm -hmm. You guys were buddies. Mm -hmm. We were each other's confidants. Yeah, right? definitely. Especially during that like first season of just Figuring what are we out. doing? <laughs> Do we all have COVID? Uh, oh, is this man. even a thing? <laughs> what a crazy time, man. We've lived through some crazy stuff in the past couple of years. But we made it happen. And that's cool. I like literally got hired at Pink Bite. And then a couple weeks later... We went to Crankworks Road, Rua. Mm -hmm. And then by the time we got home, it was like lockdown. And they were like, here's a camera. 
we want you to like go film something at home with it. And I'm like, I've never used a camera before. <laughs> and look at us now. <laughs> <laughs> how, how did you get so comfortable on camera? So you're like cheerleading background and performing. <laughs> frogging. The frogging. I think it was just a combination of it all. I mean, frogging just instills confidence. Having older brothers, you know, you have to be loud and speak up if mm. you want attention. So, yeah, I wouldn't say yeah. it came naturally, but mm. I, uh, yeah, I appreciate everyone that's helped groom me into that <laughs> position well what has it been like uh, kind of uh, developing an audience like you have a fan base now you have a following like what has that journey been like it's been really interesting it's been humbling for sure like I guess I, I love when people it's just nice to be nice you know so if people go out of their way to like send me a nice message or just be like oh I really liked that video it helped me or it helped my girlfriend or it helped my daughter like that really tickles my fancy. So I think that's been the coolest part about it. Um, yeah, I don't think I've had any like weird situations other than just like somebody at the trailhead's like, oh, it's Christina Schmitter from Pink Bike. And I'm like, whoa, that's weird. Got to watch what I do in public now because <laughs> everybody's watching me. <laughs> Not that I do weird stuff in public, but yeah, it's been a good, good experience. Yeah, do people recognize you all the time in Whistler? Whistler for sure, because it's like a mountain bike space, but sometimes other places. But then you go anywhere else in the world, and nobody cares about mountain biking. So therefore, nobody's ever heard of me or my job or any of the other stuff, you know? Like, you could say Brandon Seminuk, and they'd be like, yeah, I don't know who you're talking about. So I like I like those situations where it's like, ah, I'm just a fly on the wall. Well, it's nice to be nice. It's not so nice to uh, not be so nice. Uh, and Pink Bike is notorious for... Hate, hateful comments and uh, shitty comments and people, grumpy people. Can you hear my belly? Just made a big grumble. <laughs> um, yeah, How do you deal with that? <laughs> you eat. <And laughs> the commenters, I was actually listening to like a really cool uh, podcast on the way down here today. And it was about this gentleman that he writes music for like, you know, some of the most famous singers of all time ever. And he was just kind of saying himself, like, you got to remove yourself from the comment section. Like, this is your work. It's not who you are. And just kind of remove it. But I think in the beginning at Pink Bike, I was a little more of a retaliating keyboard warrior myself. I was like, you can't be mean to me and you're a bully. And like, I don't agree with what you said. But now I'm just like, eh, whatever. Like, the comments are actually great in that they, they kind of maintain themselves. Like, if there's a terrible person there, other people are going to call out that person. I don't need to, like, step in. Yeah, well, I, I see that you're, you're engaged in the comments. You're, you leave comments. You reply to people. I try. Yeah. I try to reward the nice people. What about when you get, a uh, like, a crappy comment, like a negative comment, and you read it, and you feel like, oh, yeah, well, like, there's, a, there's an ounce of truth in that probably. Does it drive you crazy? Do you, or do you just not even consider that? No, You're not consider I mean, the truth in the, in the bad comments. Oh, for sure. If there's truth to be had, then I try to like live and learn and like not do that again. Whatever it could be. Yeah. Maybe it's like your audio levels were shit. And it's like, cool, <laughs> but we're going to fix that next time. Or a lot of people, a lot of stuff is just, it's really personal in mountain biking. You know, it's really like dialed in for you. Like if that's how you like your cockpit set up and I think it's weird as heck, 
like what do I know if it works for you then cool but I think a lot of people can sometimes be like well this is the right way and that's the wrong way and I think just just let it slide yeah just be your own buffalo if it works for you sweet yeah well you and Jason had to deal with quite a bit of hate in that first season of Pink Bike Academy it seemed like the mountain bike uh community didn't feel like there was a need for a reality show uh, what, what they were upset on, at the free content they were getting <laughs> for some reason. Yeah. yeah. Tell us about that experience. That happens a bit for sure. I mean, from my perspective, it was, again, like this is this is my work. It was like something I'm part of, yeah. um, but it's not me. It doesn't represent me. So if you don't jive with it, then there's like producers, editors, directors. You can go talk to them about it. <laughs> but well, also... Yeah, I do remember this one time in particular. I was out on the trails in Squamish, and a random person, still to this day, don't know who they are, they were just like, I forget exactly how they said it, but they were like, Tori got robbed. And I was like, whoa. (laughs) I didn't expect this to, like, follow me out into public, but okay, I'm sorry. I'm defending, like, why this person got kicked off the show at the point that they did. So that was kind of weird. I was like, but at the same time, I'm like, this is sweet, like, Imagine how many homes, like, this content has gone into um, of people that, like, would never know who these writers were, but also, like, you just wouldn't think they would care, you know? Like, people in the... <laughs> I was on the Valley Trail the other day, and this lady's like, wow, I, I loved you in Pink Bike Academy, and I'm just like, that's so cute. Like, you don't look like what I would think of a mountain biker watching a reality TV show would be, and so I think that's just cool to have, like, more diversity in the audience. Yeah. Well, maybe when you travel, my to dad those, loves the show. Travel to those other places in the world, people will know you because we've you've created a reality TV show that's made mm-hmm. not only for mountain bikers. Mm-hmm. Isn't that a good thing to have? Yeah, yeah. Free content, it's great. Free content is apparently great. to some people it's not, and you've done a bad thing, and you're hurting well, the bike industry. It. <laughs> it's funny too because I think and you've probably seen it too, Christina. Like. Everyone from that show, whether they won or lost or whatever, has benefited from being on that show if they took advantage of it. Like, they all got a a deal with a bike company, either free bikes or getting paid now. Mm -hmm. And they've been able to use that platform to, like, boost themselves, which I think was the impetus of the show. It's like, let's bring up these people you've never heard of and put them into the spotlight and see what they can do. And now you have, like, Evan racing on uh, the Enduro World Cup circuit. And (laughs) Flo and... You know, Max obviously just like hucking his meat off everything in the sea of sky <laughs> and beyond. But yeah, no, it's, I don't know. I think it's funny what people complain about. Do you yeah. think that the most recent season deserved all the hate that it received? No, I don't think any season deserves any hate because, like, yeah, the whole goal of the show is to give these people who might not otherwise have a platform to stand on, give them a chance to, like, really prove themselves. And even if they're not, like, proving themselves, they're just showing like their true character and like demeanor and how they perform. And, you know, people from the show then did get picked up by brands um, because they were like, wow, this person's like just really nice. Like Israel, for instance, on um, season two of Academy, like just lovely, lovely soul got kicked off. I think like first episode or not first episode, but like the first elimination, but just a person that you want out there representing your brand. And so I think that was, like, always the purpose is to give these people a chance to, like, it's like a resume, essentially. 
But then it was kind of funny, like a little like throwback. There were some people, you know, in our area that were sponsored or ambassadors for brands. And they, they in particular, I thought like when they didn't like the show, I was like, oh, that's interesting. Like you not getting paid anything to ride your bike. Yeah, you get some free swag here and there, like maybe a free frame. But you could have like a $50,000 contract. Like that's a lot of money to take a year off of work, like focus on your your craft, like hone in on all of that. And so I was like, hey, if you don't think this is a good opportunity, then it's not for you. Are we going to see a season uh, four someday in the future? Do you think? Uh, maybe. Hard maybe. Yeah. We'll let you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to see it uh, somewhere new. Whistler edition. I'd like to see a free ride edition. Bring back like Ooh, the free ride. Yes, free that'd be awesome. Kansas edition. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Frogging edition. Right. <laughs> Just make that one of the challenges. Are we going to see you in the tape between the tape? Is that what they say? Between the between tape. Between the tape. Are we going to see you between the tape? That means racing. Yeah. Are you um, racing? <laughs> I hope so. I would like to do a bit of racing this year. Maybe the local like BC Enduro series, see how that goes. I think my like international EDR, EDWS career, I think that's beyond me. That's just like, it's not quite as fun as it once was. It's a little more serious now, which, you know, I got a big kid job, so don't have just all the free time in the world anymore. Big kid job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Definitely true. <laughs> um, 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 guys, do you want to play this or that? Yes. Would you like to play this or that, Christina? Yes. All right. Well, let's this. play this or that. Um, it's that time of the show again. Not yet. We not forgot. Yet. We didn't talk about this. We we're going to dial this in because last week was like, who's playing the music? Who's doing this? Alonso's we talked about everything music. but this this morning. It's that time again, folks. Time to play this or that. The game where you choose between two radically different options, either this or that. Correct. Do you understand the rules? We. Alonzo, play that music. No, it's just you. Okay, you ready? This. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) You nailed it. She's good. Mardi Gras or Crankworks? Oh, Mardi Gras, for sure. Oh, wow. Trans Cascadia or Trans Sierra Norte? Norte. Trans Sierra Norte. Lift access or pedal? Pedal. Underbiked or overbiked? Mm, overbiked. Apre at Longhorn or GLC? GLC. A line or Dirt Merchant? <laughs> One or the other? Dirt Merchant. There you have it. Early mornings or late nights? Oh, late nights, for sure. Break a foot or break a wrist? You've done Wrist. Both. She's done both? Yes. Yes. Gumbo or poutine? <gasps> Gumbo. Wet trails or dry trails? Wet. Bikepacking or car camping? Ooh. <laughs> Bikepacking? Birkenstocks or Blundstones? Burks. <laughs> Louisiana or BC? For what? Context? Living. <laughs> Living. Ah, uh, BC. For hacks. <laughs> Frogging or noodling? Oh, nice addition. Frogging. Photo shoot or video shoot? Photo shoot. Pow or loam? Pow. Always. Whistler Main Street or Bourbon Street? Bourbon. <laughs> DH bike or enduro bike? Enduro bike. Jumps or steeps? Steeps. 29 or 27.5? 27.5. 
29. Overshoot or case? Ooh, both scary, both scary. Case. Garfinkels or Buffalo Bills? Bills. Canada or America? Whoa! <laughs> I'm gonna say America, or else they'll make me rescind my citizenship. <laughs> and finally, hey, mountain biking or snowboarding? Mountain biking. There you have it, folks. That was another episode of edition. No one's ever gonna say loam over pow. No one. And no one's ever said. Has anyone said video over photo? It's no. Like almost always. <laughs> no. Photo. We didn't ask that. Well, we, that we, we, we did. What would you guys? Did we? Oh. Yeah. Dave. Oh, yeah. Lower Poe. Uh, pow. <laughs> Lower Poe. Uh, I mean, pow, because I pow. think I've yet to have, like, an epic pow day. Like, I, I that's, oh. it's a, it's still on the bucket list. I've written some pow, but not, like, a beautiful, glorious day where there's a mm. dump of snow. I haven't experienced Double that Double overhead, just, yeah. like, hang tin, yeah. And I'm spoiled yeah. by loam, you know? I feel like I would, I think I would say loam just because it's, more easily accessible mm. and you can experience it see we didn't elaborate on these questions but it's <laughs> this or that it's not yeah not this is the time in which we elaborate yeah this is elaboration corner it's a new segment you were very quick on the gumbo versus poutine i am a diehard louisiana girl i was i was trying to think of other f i was like uh like bourbon or maple syrup is mm -hmm. that a thing mm -hmm. is bourbon kind of like louisiana yeah we do bourbon stuff you got a street named street. after it. yeah. <laughs> yeah you've been to mardi gras right oh yeah Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Many times? For sure. What is like it? I grew up right outside of New Orleans, so. Is it, uh, like, what's what's the experience it's, like? It is unexplainable. Uh, <laughs> it's a crazy time. How many beads you get? <laughs> like, millions of beads. <laughs> so many beads. It's actually, like, going back to Mardi Gras as an adult, you're kind of like, this is disgusting. Like, it's dirty. It's filthy. It just, everything smells like piss. There's trash everywhere. There's like half naked or naked people. But it's just crazy. Sounds like that, that frat like, party. Yeah, yeah, legit. But it's just everywhere. You ever collect the cans there? <laughs> no, but I'm sure there are people that oh, do. Yeah. Let me tell you about this one parking spot. <laughs> <laughs> it's just north of New Orleans. You got to get the pizza. Yeah. Just north. Uh, I would recommend everybody check it out, though. It's pretty yeah? crazy. Yeah. For the marching bands. Alright, next video. <laughs> Lots of marching band. Mountain biking to Mardi Gras. Before we let you Actually, go. Actually though. Uh Haley had one other thing that I was supposed to ask about. Did she now? Yeah. She said ask uh, Christina or Tina, if I may call you that. <laughs> ask Tina about uh getting an IV in Mexico. Oh yeah. That would Well, okay. Let's start with a let's start with a tale of Haley first. Okay. <laughs> Throw under the bus. She's asking all these great questions. Mm -hmm. uh, we were like transferring at, I think this was day two. Day two of a four day race. I think it was four days. And uh, we're transferring to like the final last stage and then we're both just like tarps off, sweating our butts off, high altitude, feel sick. She just like eats it on this gravel road as you do on a transfer stage and just like slices her elbow open and then, of course, like, you know, we stop and everybody that goes by, we're like, do you have any bandages? Like, you got anything we can, like, put on this? Nobody has anything. So we just take her dirty-ass glove and, like, <laughs> wrap it on her elbow. And I have, like, electrical tape, so we just tape that on. And then we, like, race, you know, the final stage of the day, and she slays it. 
And then she goes into the ambulance to like get all cleaned up. And then that was a whole that was a whole situation. But then she freaking rallied on two more days with um, not quite stitches, but like butterfly stitches, essentially, in her gaping wound in Mexico. And then to follow that up. Um, yeah, we, we had finished the race and I was feeling like pretty lethargic. And I, I have had a bout of heat stroke in my past life. And so, uh, yeah, I just walked up to the ambulance and I was like, hey, you guys got any like good IVs up in there? <laughs> and they're like, yeah, sure. And I was like, I don't feel so good. So they just hooked me up for like a good hour, hour on the drip. And then I could like rally really hard because I was super hydrated after that. So pro tip, just get the IV. If you got a bad hangover, get the IV. That's a good <laughs> hack. Yeah. Fantastic. Oh, I'll be looking forward to your IV stories in the future. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to get one right now. <laughs> Full of Herba Mate. That would be good. Zing. All right. Well, this is feeding off each other. Are you well fed? I'm well fed. I'm glad that it, we could feed off of each other and not just me. <laughs> Are you now a loyal chother? And you, would, do you consider yourself a chother? Uh, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> but I don't know what the... Wikipedia definition is of each other, but uh, I don't know if we have a Wikipedia. Yeah, we don't have that. I yeah, big aspire out, to be. Write that up. You Maybe aspire to be? I could aspire to be. Yeah, I recommend that you do. Maybe on the I'm drive home, open. you can, you know, turn off that other podcast yeah. about whatever the hell it was and yeah, uh, yeah. turn on ours. There's know? like 40 episodes just, just waiting. Where do you get it? You get it on Apple <laughs> Podcasts, something, something, and wherever, wherever you your, get podcast. your podcast. Precisely. Yeah, you nailed it. And Good. YouTube. Deal. You guys don't even have to do your interview. And you know, if you enjoy it, you could leave us a review on Apple. Mm-hmm. And Apple if I like podcast. really, really enjoy it, should I subscribe? You or? could subscribe. Uh, wow. You could leave a comment. Mm-hmm. You could leave, leave a us voice. a speak pipe. Yes. I haven't yeah. mentioned pipe. this this episode, but no. you could leave us a speak pipe at speakpipe.com slash feeding off each other. You could send us a gift and we might open it. Mm. You could. Give or a gift. A, a or gi- both. A gift. An animated gift. Yippee. We would open a gift. Oh, perfect. <laughs> I'll make you a gift. Well, thanks, thanks for coming. For coming. We, yeah. yeah, you are so fun to talk to. A ball of energy. We love you very much. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Love your space. And uh, we'll see you when we're looking at you. <laughs> yeah, I know where that came from. <laughs> Let's go frogging. And as always, deal. Um, ribbit. Nom, nom, ribbit. Nom, nom, ribbit. Nom, ribbit. Nom, 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 ribbit. Can we get some more of that Kermit chat? Do that's Kermit. Do it again. Do it again. Wait, we almost had a perfect ending. Um, yum, 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 yum. Goodbye. <laughs> what? Oh, he's done. <laughs> oh, that was best. Thank you for listening to Feeding Off Each Other. Please subscribe for more great podcasts.